Topics that concern your life, your community, and your safety. This is 5-0-Info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Here's what you need to know. We see a willingness to serve from some people. They just don't necessarily do it the traditional way, which is wonderful because it allows us to pivot and then expand in other areas that we have. Assistant Chief Brian Chapman talking about how creative we are getting to get more and more folks here at the Phoenix Police Department and what's obviously been a challenge to hire people in recent years. Welcome to the Phoenix 5-0 show. I'm your host, Ryan Cody, with the Public Affairs Bureau, alongside Lieutenant Vince Lewis. I appreciate you being here as always. Happy to be here. So we're talking about police assistance. When I say getting creative, we're talking about police assistants who are non-sworn members of our department who can pick up a lot of the duties that non-sworn members of the department could do. So from your experience uh, here at PD, what kind of duties are those that you've seen police assistants really really uh, excel at? Well, so I've been around for about 24 years, coming up on 24 years, and uh, what my very first squad when I was on as, a, as an officer in training, we had a, a police assistant that was assigned to the squad and that particular police assistant was actually able to ri- become sworn, rise through the ranks, and really went on to do some great things. And that's just one example of many uh, across the department. But the police assistants that I can think of, they fulfill all kinds of duties that uh, definitely help us out. Like, like the example that I cited, was somebody was assigned to a patrol squad, and they're out there helping with some of the calls that don't necessarily need a sworn police officer to get involved with. And that's going to be like your accidents and your, your civil complaints, uh, citations, parking, uh, that kind of thing, uh, where they're, they're invaluable by helping out because the demand is just so heavy on the sworn side of it. Mm-hmm. We've got people in the unit that I just came from, the Homeland Defense Bureau, where we, they are assigned as criminal research analysts. It's uh, a, a huge boon to an officer who's out there just doing their best on an investigation to be able to reach out to somebody who's got access to these uh, databases that can give you that critical information. They are our equipment coordinators, getting us the the physical uh, assets and resources that we need. They're out doing traffic control. They're assisting motorists with uh, flat tires or battery changes or or whatever it is that can help get this motorist back on the road and off to their destination. Uh, We even have somebody in-house with uh, our silent witness unit uh, helping uh, keeping our, our records uh, up to date, helping process the, the tips and keeping us in communication with the silent witness board. Uh, these police, police assistants are invaluable and they are everywhere. Mm-hmm. So you're probably wondering then, what would be the difference in training between a sworn officer and a police assistant? We asked that to Ass- Assistant Chief Brian Chapman earlier this week. To be a sworn officer, you're in the academy for six months. So this is a very condensed version of that in seven weeks. And, and we're looking at different skill sets. This is a scaled-down version of what we need officers to do, but it provides a great opportunity for us to provide service to people in the community through the police assistant program. So instead of waiting hours for a sworn officer to come to take an abandoned vehicle report or a criminal damage report, we've trained these police assistants to come out, augment that support staff, and take that report and provide that service in a more streamlined fashion. And in that seven weeks, they've uh, learned a variety of things, policies and procedures related to how we take reports, how we interact with people, how we de-escalate situations, how we impound evidence, and, and, and the sort. So they get trained in a, a variety of those administrative regulations as well as some defensive tactics and learning about the culture and history of the department. 
Our hope and our goal with the police assistant program is to build a pipeline into our sworn. It, it really starts at our cadet program, which we target for people that are ages 14 to 21. And during that, that age group, we provide them with some reality-based training, some public service uh, training at the police department and a variety of assignments in hopes to get them into a full-time assignment, whether it be a police assistant, uh, detention officer, communications operator, and then once we get them in when they're age 18, you have to be 20 and a half before you can enter in the police academy as a sworn officer applicant. So we're hoping to continue to build that pipeline and as they progress through the organization, we have found that people who have gone through that pipeline are incredibly talented by the time they hit the street because they've responded to a number of these calls already and they understand the culture of the department and the expectation of service. So we ex hopefully will expand that over the next couple of years. The good news is our cadet program is maxed out at 50 and uh, that's the, really the number that we can attain right now but hopefully as the years goes on that can expand as well so will the applicant pool for police assistant and then police officer. I think we're kind of getting the understanding they're a little bit different in responsibilities, but they're different in looks, too. Uh, they might show up to your scene and be wearing a, a light blue uniform with a placard on it that actually does say police assistant. So there's some difference there in appearance, but that doesn't necessarily mean that um, they can't help you. They'll tell you their limitations of what they can do. So definitely reach out to them. Yeah, and then the, that also means that there's different job descriptions as well. They, they do a lot of the same things. But there are definitely some differences in what they're able to do. Here's what Chief Brian Chapman had to say about their job responsibility. You'll see them a lot in non-injury accidents, abandoned vehicle, found property, criminal damage, some of our lower level calls where there's not a suspect on scene and, and, and people just need resolution in a report. In addition to that, they are DNA certified, meaning they can collect DNA from crime scenes, they can they're trained in re, uh, covering latent fingerprints from crime scenes, and they're uh, trained in crime scene photography. So when our officers are on another scene and they need somebody specialized, instead of calling the lab uh, out or some other support staff, these police assistants come over and offer that uh, support to the uh, officers as well. So they're really a jack of all trades. They're involved in a lot of things, they're embedded with the squads and they're very much part of the family. So we're literally throwing some of these police assistants into squads and doing some of the work to be of assistance, uh, for lack of a better term, to the police work that's, that's already happening. We know that there's a bit of a brotherhood within the sworn profession, Lieutenant. So uh, from your experience, I mean, getting one of these non-sworn members into a squad, is there any sort of barrier there? I tell you, other than the, the uniforms and, and the job duties and the, the limitations there, we're all part of a team. Uh, whether they're wearing the light blue uniform and riding in that police assistant vehicle or we're reaching out to them over the phone for that records check, uh, we also asked uh, Chief Chapman a bit about that as well. Our, our sworn officers are challenged every day with staffing and you know we're in a city of 500 square miles, seven police precincts, it's really busy. Any sort of help is greatly appreciated. And I think in times like this, particularly the last two years when training and attrition have been a challenge, uh, I think we understand the value that people bring individually and collectively. So when we bring new people and a fresh set of eyes onto a squad, they're very well received, they're, they're greatly appreciated, they're supported. I hear a lot of them by lunch for uh, the police assistants, just as another way to, to, to show their gratitude because they help out so much in areas right now where we're challenged. That's just from 
uh, a squad standpoint. From a community standpoint, it allows us to be able to provide service to people in a more efficient and timely manner. Instead of waiting hours for those calls to back up, we can send out police assistance to answer those calls and, and take care of business for, for people who need it. You can imagine being so far down, about 500 officers or so on the street right now, to have that extra help is just a big boost for, for many of the precincts and, and squads specifically. Uh, I actually had a chance to speak to one of them at a graduation earlier this week, Michael Downing. He's a police assistant in our transit unit, and he's making a career out of this. He's been on since 2009 as a police assistant, uh, and he's seen this position really evolve over the last few years. It is definitely growing. We're called upon more and more to do more and more duties. Um, in my particular unit, we work right alongside the detectives. We respond to calls together, um, and we're assisting them. Even as they're arresting people, we're standing right there beside them. We're assisting them with their property, um, with impounding, with the follow-up investigations, with the reports. Um, I think police assistants are going to be called upon to do more and more duties as there is a definite need and shortage for, for more law enforcement personnel in a growing city that's growing super, super fast. Every day is something a little bit different, so that's one of the things I enjoy most is that you never know what's gonna, going to happen that particular day, and so it's always exciting. Um, but a typical day is, is out in a fully marked Tahoe in patrol, um, mostly working on bus, bus routes and a light rail in one of the, because we have a major metropolitan transit system, and we get to assist the customers on, along those um, routes to keep, the, keep everyone safe. If there's a dispute on a bus, that would definitely be a call for service that uh, officers would respond to. As a transit um, police assistant, we would respond and, as, and assist as well, as well as accidents on the bus or damage to the bus. Um, we take pictures, we'll download video from the buses and assist in, in the investigation. So police assistant Downing is with the transit unit, uh, which is a, a, a huge boost to the uh, you know, the members, service members are out on the street. But like we've been talking about, there's police assistance in virtually every aspect of the department. There's so many different paths that a police assistant can take, and it doesn't always necessarily mean that they need to become sworn, uh, like, uh, though, like police assistant Downing, who's uh, a career uh, police assistant. Um, we asked him why he thinks it's just so important. Definitely look into it. It is a very fun, um, fast-paced uh, career uh, with... And it is definitely a career. Um, and there's many, many roles that a police assistant can take, uh, not just in enforcement, but as well as um, there's admin positions, equipment coordinators that um, order supplies, provide services. There's precinct um, police assistants handling calls for service. There's transit police assistants. Any and all positions, there are a number of positions for for the, that a community member could join the police department and, and assist and help. So earlier this week, we graduated a class of 14 police assistants. And next year, we're planning to onboard about 16 of them. Hopefully, those numbers continue to rise as the years go on. And not just police assistants, but also sworn personnel as well. Uh, and here's what Chief Chapman had to say about why we hope those numbers keep rising. 
you're going to continue to see those numbers grow um, until we get our sworn staffing up to a more acceptable manner. We're few hundred officers short on our sworn side right now. So to augment that, we have police assistants. We also onboard civilian police investigators, which help us administratively in a lot of precincts and bureaus. And, and we're trying to find all these other opportunities for people to serve uh, in ways if they don't want to be a peace officer. And, and we've had success in hiring police assistants, police investigators. When we initially put that out, we had a thousand people apply for 50 spots. So we see a willingness to serve from some people. They just don't necessarily do it the traditional way, which is wonderful because it allows us to pivot and then expand in other areas that we have in. So as you're listening uh, to today's uh, show, you might be thinking, is this something that where I can contribute? You deep, dig deep and you find out that you do have skills and talents to add uh, to the to the force. And we asked Chief Chapman the same thing. The, the people that we're looking for from a police assist standpoint is people who have a desire to serve. And they, they have the heart of being a public servant. And that's not for everybody. You have to be excellent communicator, both, both verbally and in, in written form. You have to be dedicated because this is, these aren't traditional hours. This is not Monday through Friday, 7 to 5. You know, you work holidays, you work weekends. So there's, it's a challenging environment overall, and um, anything challenging is worth it, as we like to tell them from the very beginning, because you'll be rewarded through this organization. Um, you're part of 14,000 members of the city of Phoenix. I mean, you're part of the, the big league team, and that's something I think very cool to embrace and be a part of. So speaking from my experience, this career has been tremendously rewarding. Not only is it taking care of me with life skills and experience and adventure, uh, but it's also taking care of my family with the benefits that the city of Phoenix offers for through employment. Yeah, and you want to learn more about becoming a part of the Phoenix Police Department, you can check out our social media channels at JoinPHXPD. I have a lot of information there about how you uh, can be a, a member of this great department and serve your city. That's it for the Phoenix 5.0 show this week. We appreciate your time. Uh, Lieutenant Vince Lewis, as always, thank you so much. You bet. And uh, everybody, have a great day. You've been listening to 5.0 Info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News 92.3 FM. For more about Silent Witness, go to silentwitness.org. That's silentwitness.org. Or call 480-WITNESS. That's 480 948 6377.